Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. I am Shari Reynolds. I want to share with you the motivation behind this podcast today. Amongst other things, it comes from 2 Nephi chapter 5 verse 27. And it came to pass that we lived after the manner of happiness. And I thought Wow, they had far less than I do. I have shelter, I have food in my cupboards, I have a grocery store up the street, Walmart to be most specific, which houses everything we could possibly want and need. And here is Nephi in the wilderness, scantily sheltered with having to hunt their own food. And he says, we lived in the manner of happiness. And so joy isn't based upon your circumstances. It is finding the things to be grateful for. And there's so much to be grateful for. And in Joseph Smith history, one, I think this is probably the most beautiful passage I have ever read. And it's just after they were baptized and just after they were conferred the priesthood keys, and the church was just on the cusp of being established. And Oliver Cowdery is talking about when he was just baptized. He said, these were days never to be forgotten, to sit under the sound of a voice dictated by the inspiration of heaven awakening the utmost gratitude of this bosom and day after day they were uninterrupted and they were able to complete the book of mormon through the translation of joseph smith and oliver cowdery writing the words as joseph smith spoke he says The Redeemer spake peace to us while the veil was parted, and the angel of God came down clothed with glory and delivered the anxiously looked-for message and the keys of the gospel of repentance. What joy! What wonder! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! What amazement! While the world was racked and distracted, while millions were groping as the blind for a wall, and while all men were resting upon uncertainty as a general mass, our eyes, our eyes beheld, our ears heard, as in the blaze of day, yes, more above the glitter of a May sunbeam. It shed its brilliancy over the face of nature. His voice, though mild, pierced to the center, and his words, I am thy fellow servant, dispelled every fear. We listened, we gazed, we admired. Twas the voice of an angel from glory, twas a message from the Most High. And as we heard, we rejoiced, while his love enkindled upon our souls, and we were wrapped in the vision of the Almighty. Was there room for doubt? I shall not attempt to paint to you the fillings of this heart, nor the majestic beauty and glory which surrounded us on this occasion. But you will believe me when I say that earth nor men with eloquence of time cannot begin to clothe the language in an interesting and sublime a manner as this holy personage 
personage. No, nor has this earth power to give the joy to bestow the peace or comprehend the wisdom which was contained in each sentence as they were delivered by the power of the Holy Spirit. Man may deceive his fellow men, deception may follow, and the children of the wicked, one may have power to seduce the foolish and untaught till not, but fiction feeds too many, and the fruit of falsehood carries in the current the giddy to the grave. But one touch with the finger of his love, yes, one ray of glory from the upper world, or one word from the mouth of the Savior from the bosom of eternity, strikes it all into its insignificance and blots it ever, forever from the mind. The assurance that we were in the presence of an angel, the certainty that we heard the voice of Jesus, and the truth unsullied as it flowed from a pure personage, dictated by the will of God, is it to me past description, and I shall ever look upon this expression of the Savior's goodness with wonder and thanksgiving while I am permitted to tarry, and in those mansions where perfection dwells and sin never comes, I hope to adore in that day which shall never cease. And it came to pass that they too lived in the manner of happiness, as they were days never to be forgotten. And I can think in my mind days of my life where I truly felt that I was living in the manner of happiness, but that's not, that's not how our Father intends for it to be. He intends for it to be that we are living in the manner of happiness every single day. And I have to admit that I have been rebuked. I have been rebuked as I feel that moments ago, so justified, so justified for turning down an opportunity to service. I did my ministering last night and I have worked hard this week. And I have a huge paper to write today as I am making my way through grad school, I just felt that it was just too much. As my dear sister and friend in the gospel texted me and said, we have this work to do for our calling. Can we accomplish this today? And I wrote her back and said, no, I really don't think I can. I am probably too busy right now to circle back and get back to you today. I'm overwhelmed. I've got this, this, and this going. And instead of saying, yes, let's get this done, let's meet up, let's make a plan, and trusting in my Father in Heaven that everything that I need to do for myself today will come together because I first chose Him. Haven't I said that before? That when we choose God, He chooses us, and He helps us serve Him. Well, I turned down the opportunity to serve today. And was going through all the things in my mind that said, it's okay, you've got lots to do. I read a conference talk called Look Ahead and Believe by Edward Dubay from October 2013. The Lord through his servants calls us to serve in various callings, which we accept with total commitment. Was I being committed? I started out as so. But then when my life got crazy and busier, I turned down the opportunity. The commitment has gone. 
when a release has been extended and a call in a different assignment has been issued, we joyfully accept knowing as our forebearers knew that in the service of the Lord, it is not where you serve, but how. And so here I am turning down that opportunity. And as I was reading this conference talk and contemplating just moments before living in the manner of happiness and coming across this conference talk, my hand was slapped. And I'm sharing that with you, that it may not be an experience that you have. Choose God first. Don't be like me. His servants seeth fit. He is not overshadowed by previous experience. Nor does he look back and think that he has served enough. He is not weary in well-doing because he knows that he is laying the foundation of a great work with a clear vision that such efforts bless lives for eternity. Thus, out of small things proceedeth that which is great. And I turned down that opportunity. When I was working on my undergraduate degree several years ago, I committed that before I began my studies that I would make sure that I read my scriptures and I had prayer and that once a week I attended the temple and I would commit to doing that so that I would have help in my degree. And I was committed to that. So I still have that same commitment to read my scriptures and to pray And although attending the temple is not something that we do right now, there are other things that I can do to serve. And that is in my calling, which is a small calling and somebody else is my partner and it was something that she could probably take on. And I left her to do it, not having any idea what she's got going on in her life. But she reached out to me and said, sister, Let's serve. Let's get this done. And I thought to myself, it's a small thing. It's fine. But out of small things proceedeth that which is great. And I turned down the opportunity. While Elder Dubay was a young man working in the fields with his mother, and I would love to know his conversion story as he came from Zimbabwe and working in the fields once upon a time as a servant, He said, she taught me one of the most important lessons in my life. It was late in the morning, the sun was up, and we had been working and hoeing for, I thought, to be a very long time. I stopped and looked back at what we had accomplished, and I said to my mother, look at all we have done. Mother did not respond. Thinking that she had not heard me, I repeated what I said again, a little louder. She still did not reply, and raising his voice, he said the same as he had said previously. Finally, she turned back and said, Edward, never look back. Look ahead at all we still have yet to do. Looking back, we might think that we have done everything that we need to. Looking back is when we feel ashamed of maybe some of the choices we've made. Looking back, we think, well, look what all I've accomplished. I don't need to do much more. Looking back could be kind of dangerous. For this wise mother said, look ahead at all the work that we have to do. And sometimes it can feel daunting, but out of small things, we can achieve great things. And if we choose God, 
we can achieve even more things because he helps us serve him. Elder Dubay talked about other people who looked ahead, such as the pioneers, how they were asked to leave Nauvoo and thousands upon thousands listened and obeyed and they geared up, moved forward. They did not know exactly where they were going, precisely how many miles lay ahead, how long the journey would take or what the future held, nothing. But they did know that they were led by God and his faithful servant. And they moved forward, not knowing when the day was going to come that they would find where they were supposed to be. They did not have a destination in mind. There was a destination, but it had not been revealed. For verily I say unto you, blessed is he that keepeth my commandments, whether in life or in death. And he that is faithful in tribulation, the reward of the same is greater in the kingdom of heaven. Ye cannot behold with your natural eyes for the present time the design of your God concerning those things which shall come hereafter and the glory which shall follow after much tribulation. Elder Dubé says, we too can look ahead and believe. We can embrace the invitation of our Lord, who with stretched open hands invites us, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, and he will help us with our burdens. If we help him build up the kingdom of God, when we made those covenants, as we were baptized and we went through the temple, we made certain covenants to him. And it is up to me to do my part to keep them. He says, we can tap our full potential. We can tap our full potential. But Elder Tom Perry, he quotes, says, As I travel throughout the church, I marvel at all the positive things that are occurring. Yet I never feel that we as a people are living up to our real potential. So today... I turned down that opportunity to live up to my full potential. And do you think that by doing so, I can truly live in the manner of happiness? Too many of us are interested in personal aspirations. For me, it's getting my paper done today and and obtaining a degree. For personal honors and success and how too little interest in the common goal of building the kingdom of God. So today I have been rebuked. And then I turn around and cry if I'm not living in the manner of happiness. Well, you turn down the opportunity. So I'm going to circle back around to that sister and ask her if she has completed her task that was at hand. The one that I turned her down with originally and offer my help to her. It does take away my breath a little bit. (gasps) No, I can't do that. I've got so much to do today. But I need to choose God first so that he will help me. And it's Saturday. 
And really, I'm close to being done with my paper. It's just basically going through and cleaning it up and formatting it. But I'm trying to have all my homework done today so I don't do it on Sunday. So serve God today and do my paper tomorrow. No, I really feel strongly that if I get everything done that he has asked me to today, I will have everything done that I want to for myself. I have been rebuked. I will learn from this and I'm sharing this with you so that we may all live in the manner of happiness. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Coaching Chaos and may you have a happy day.